Hello, everybody. Okay. I want to discuss a little bit today. Uh, we have uh, the Aseris Adibris in this week's parasha. Aseris Adibris are certainly foundations of our faith. And we have a lot, a lot, you know, lies in these few psukim, very short psukim. Not so big, not so much. Right? And everything is so... It's, it's very, very... Uh, just like in the entire Torah, there's nothing extra. So certainly, certainly, what's written in the Aseris Adibris takes on extra chashivas, extra importance. For instance, you have in the... Uh, I may have mentioned this in the past. Uh, the Jewish people are 600,000 people. It says that if uh, one nefesh would have been missing from the 600,000 people we wouldn't have been able to be Makabal Torah. One nefesh, one neshama would have been missing. It wouldn't have been shy to be Makabal Torah. You have to have all the 600,000 people. Who, who, who set up the 600,000? That's Yaakov Avinu, right? Yaakov Avinu and his wives, right? They were Karochel Ochalei Hashabonu Shteyem as base Yisrael, right? They built base Yisrael. So it's a it's a crazy thing that if you notice if you take the gematria of Yaakov and Rochel and Leah and Bila and Zilpa Yaakov Rochel Leah Bila and Zilpa I have to calculate but I think it's supposed to be I believe six hundred and twenty which is the oasis that we have in the Aseris Adibris. Right? In the Aseris Adibris, you have 620 oasis, which is phenomenal. 620 is, a ket, is like Keter. If you don't have the Keter, then you have Chorus. Right? The same letters. But, so there are 613 letters. And then you have the last two words that are Asher L'Reyacho. That are seven mitzvahs for B'nai Noyach. Asher L'Reyacho. Also, we have, if you take the Rosh Tevis, if you take the Rosh Tevis of the Aseris Adibris, the Aleph of Anoichi, the Loy of Loyelacho, the Loy of Loisiso, the Lamed of Loisiso, and the Zayin and the Chof of Zohar and Kabed, and then five Lamets at the end. So then you have the Gematia Rochel. Right? So Yaakov, Yaakov, Rochel, and the wives, they were the ones that built Beis Yisrael. And then we were able to receive the Torah, right? We were able to receive the Aseris Adibris. Now, there's a very, very fundamental, thought-provoking question that the Ebenezer brings that he was asked by Yehuda Levi. Yehuda Levi, he was a great, he was a Rishon. Uh, <coughs> we're familiar with him. You have the, the Kuzari. You have the Yom Shabbosa in English Shkoyach. The Zemiris that we sing Yom Shabbosa in English Shkoyach. That was Rabbi Levi. So Rabbi Levi asked Libanezer the following question: Why does it say in Aseret Sadimus Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha Shemitzaisichon Neyaretz Mitzrayim? Why doesn't it say Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha Hashabarosi Shemaim VeOritz? Hashabarosi Shemaim VeOritz that I created heaven and earth. 
That would be Lechayra more Yisaydi's dish. Right? So the honest truth is, the honest truth is that it says this in Tzvarim all the time, that the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Megale on the Briyas Shemaim Vorots. Because only somebody that can take us out of Mitzrayim the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim is capable of being able to be Boyer Shemaim Vorots. Right? But nonetheless... So why doesn't it say it directly? This is a very, very thought-provoking question. And, you know, and since is the first thing that the Kaddish Baruch Hu uttered to us, it's the first thing he told us, it needs extra, extra thought. You know, why? Why is it like this? So I, I once came to a, a realization, for many, many years I was disturbed over here, uh, with with something, I said it to my Talmidim, and for years I sat on the question and I never understood it. We say on Friday night, we say in the davening, "Magen always bidvoroi, mechaye meisim b'ma'amori." Right, Hakadosh Baruch Hu watches over, he shields the always with his dibur, and he and his mechaye meisim. With his maimar, with his maimar, an utterance. So, what is mogin of his bidvoroi? What's the difference between bidvoroi and mamoroi? Why is it why is it mogin of his b'mamoroi? Mechayim meisim bidvoroi. Why why is it written in such a way? Right, this is the question. Mogin of his Hashem is the shield of the of his bidvoroi with his with his dibur. Mechayim meisim. He brings life with his Maimar, with his Amira. So aren't they interchangeable? Couldn't have just as easily said, It's a chiastic structure. So the, why is it written in such a, in such a fashion? So I sat on this question for years, till I, I, one, one time I had a bris, that uh, the one time I had a fortune of being the moil when my Rebbe, Ramesha Shapira, was the Sandik. So after the bris, he said a few words. And he asked this question. Finally, after years of, of thinking about it, he asked this question. Why does it say, Why isn't it written differently? So he explains that when HaKadosh Baruch created the world, the world was created with ten mamoris. Ten mamoris. Then later on when Kalad Yisrael came to our Sinai, we were given ten dibris. What's the difference between mamoris and dibris? Mamoris, mamoris, mamoris are utterances. There was nobody there. He wasn't speaking to anybody. There was nobody there that had to listen to see, to hear what he says. Yehior. Right? He said Yehior, and there was Or. Yehior and there was Rekia. Yehi, Ma'iris, and there were Ma'iris. He uttered. He uttered these words, and these things came to fruition. However, by the Aseris HaDibrois, HaKadosh Baruch is talking to us. He's talking to the Jewish people. 
So if he's, to, if he's talking to the Jewish people, we are we are listening, we are hearing, right? We are meant to hear what he's telling us, right? There's a kesher, there's a communication that's taking up. So that's what's going on by Mogin Avais Bidvari, right? When HaKadosh Baruch Hu shields the Avais, how does he shield the Avais? He shields the Avais in his relationship. I'm sorry. Mogin Avais, yeah. Mogin Avais Bidvari, in his relationship with the Avais, he has a relationship with the Avais, right? And that, in turn, shields the Avais, yeah? Mechayim Eisim. But when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mechayim Eisim, He's Mechayamesim B'mamori. He doesn't need to speak to anybody. You know, he doesn't need to speak to his henchmen to say, okay, it's time for Trias Amesim. He's just going to say, Yehi Trias Amesim. And he's going to say, Yehi Trias Amesim. And there'll be Trias Amesim. Right? That's Mogen Oveis Bidvoroi. Mechayamesim B'mamori. That's the difference between the two. That's what had to be written this way. So that's the difference between Bria Shemaim Ve'oretz and Anoichi Hashem Aleikecho. Bria Shemaim Ve'oretz, Hashem wasn't turning to anybody. He wasn't trying to communicate to anybody. Yitzias Mitzrayim, the entire Yitzias Mitzrayim. Why was he a Yitzias Mitzrayim? What did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? Laman Tesaper Ba'oznei Vincho Uven Bincho Eisa Shesalalti B'Mitzrayim I'm talking to you, right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is talking to us by Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, right? Now over here, in Naser Sadibris, he's certainly talking to us, right? So since he's talking to us with Naser Sadibris, that's what it means, Dibris, Naser Sadibris, Dibris, he's being Medaba with us. So if he's talking to us, then certainly the proper thing to say is, Mitzrayim. Because by Barazi Shemaim Vahoritz, that's part of the first Marecha, that's part of the first track. The original track of Asar Mamoriz, and Hashem spoke to nobody. He uttered. But now he's speaking to us. So when he's speaking to us, we talk about Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, which is the way he spoke to us. He spoke to us through Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. So that's what it has to say over here, Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. But I want to take this thought a step further. It says, Anoichi Hashem Aleikecho Shoritzeisichonayet Mitzrayim. Lechayra, that would be enough. I think that would be enough for a first Dibur. That would make a very nice first Dibur. But it doesn't say that. It says, Mi From the house of slavery. Why is that so crucial? Why is that so crucial? If it's all about showing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mastership over the creation, right? That he's HaKol Yochel, that he's the Balabayas, he could do anything he wants. It would be sufficient to say, What does it make a difference to Mibay Savodim? Why is the Mibay Savodim so crucial? Huh? We were stuck. He took us out from jail. We were in jail. But there's something, there's a dogish over here. There's an emphasis on Mibay Savodim, right? Mibay Savodim. I mean, Lamaisim, it wasn't only that. Lamaisim, part of the finger, Yetzirah Mitzrayim, Yetzirah Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim was totally under the influence of the Sitachara, right? It was totally under, they were under the influence. You couldn't get out of Mitzrayim. It was sealed. It was shut and sealed. Nobody was able to get out of Mitzrayim. So it's not only, it's not, just, it's not only because of the, 
the Bebeis Avadim part of it. They were literally stuck. You know what I mean? They couldn't move. Levi, Levi, who didn't work, right, also couldn't get out. Right? Nobody could get out. So, I, I think over here the chat is like this. That this, Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha, first of all, you have to notice that Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha is written differently than all the other nine Dibras. Just like, just like Bereshis, it's a fascinating thing. Just like Bereshis is written differently than all the other nine Mamores, because all the nine Mamores say, Yehi or Yehi Yokiya, Yehi Ma'ayus, right? It's a Tzivui, right? So too, all the nine Dibrois, Lo Yiyelecha, Lo Kabed, Zohar, right? These are all Tzivuyim. But the first one, by Bereshus Barley, Kimesa Shemayim Vod it's there's no do this, do that. Bereshus. In other words, it's a matzav. It's a, it's a, it's a fact. It's a reality. It's a, uh, it's a, losing the word. It's a, it's a fact. It's a, it's a given. It's a given. Is also not written as a do or a don't. It's a fact. Now, is really, in a way, it's the Hagdoma, it's a fact that's the Hagdoma of all the other nine. Just like Beratius. Beratius is a Hagdoma for all the other nine Mamoras. What, what is it saying over here in, in Anoichi? Anoichi is telling us that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out, he took us out of the Beis Avodim. Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu put us into Beis Avodim in the first place? I once had a Talmud over here that he wasn't, he wasn't such a sweet kid, I have to say. He was a shtickle of annoyance. Uh, he used to call himself an atheist. Uh, it wasn't so geschmack. It wasn't so geschmack. He, he, he really, really was annoying. I have to tell you, like... Of all the students that I've had over the years, this guy was something special. You know? Like, I mean, he wrote to me once on Erev Yom Kippur about how, how much he enjoyed eating on Yom Kippur the year before, so that's why he would be continuing his practice. You know, that, it's like it's like a little bit nasty, you know what I mean? To, to write, you know, to write the Rebbe Erev Yom Kippur wishes, you know what I mean? Just shut your mouth, you know what I mean? Like, what do we have to hear from you for? I don't need you. You know, so he described to me how he how he used to make his parents crazy, poor people, at the Leila Seder, because they used to have lots of lots of orchim, and he used to get up in the middle like the Ben Rosha, right? And he used to say, "Why do we have to thank the Kaddish Baruch Hu for taking us out of Mitzrayim? He put us there to begin with, right?" Which is a question that that the, the truth of the matter is that the Mefarshim ask. They ask this question, but they don't ask it with the way that he said it at the Leila Seder, you know what I mean, in front of the guests, right? But there is a question. What, what, what are we thanking Hashem? He put us there. But the Territ says he put us into the base Avodim because we needed to learn how to be Avodim. We, exactly, Shaya. The reason that we were put into base Avodim was in order that we should be able to get that characteristic of being able to accept mastership of, one, of, of somebody else. There's another thing that the Shloach Kodesh says, right? That the reason that we had to go to Mitzrayim was because later on we're coming to Eretz Canaan. Eretz Canaan, Canaan comes from a word, word of machnia. Machnia is humbling yourself. Right? To live in Eretz Canaan and Eretz Yisrael, you have to be humble. 
If you're not humble, Eretz Yisrael throws you out. Kanan is from the Lashon humble. Kani'ah. Sakodesh Bochu, Kanan, by the way, was an Evid, right? Kanan was the original Evid of all Avodim, yeah? Evid Avodim Yelochiv, right? So that's why we had to go to Mitzrayim to learn how to be Avodim, so that we will be able to serve Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. This is the whole concept of why it was so important for us, for our birth as a nation, to be able to be through the Avdus of Mitzrayim. So that's what, he, that's what the Torah is telling us. Right? This didn't stop happen. This is a whole, this is a divine plan. I put you into Mitzrayim. I took you out of Mitzrayim. I put you in Beis Avodim. I took you out of Beis Avodim. But what's the reason for it? I'll tell you what the reason is for it. In order that you should be able to serve me as Avodim. So therefore, Right? And all the Asarasadibris that follow. So that's why that's the Pasuk that serves as the So Mamela again, the Kash of the, the of the Rabbi Dalevi is answered. Because it's not appropriate over here to say Barasi Shamaim Vaoritz. That's not what Hashem is saying over here when he says Anaiki Hashemalekecha. When he says Anaiki Hashemalekecha, he's trying to tell us why are you going to be serving me? Why am I the one that's gonna be teaching you do this and do that? It's because I took you out of the base of Odin. Since I took you out of the time and base of Odin, and we, we already prepared the groundwork for your characteristics that you're going to be able to accept me as a king. So now let's start. Right? Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Cool. All right. Shabbos. All right. Shabbos.